do you ever feel like you're not doing enough as a homeschool mom? Like you have all these plans and these ideas to make learning fun, to pour into your relationships, to help your kids succeed, and to grow as a family, but somehow your days get filled and time passes and you never did those things that were on your heart, the things that you felt like you should be doing. And I get it. I know what it feels like to desire to do more, to know that God has more for you, but then to get caught up in those day-to-day tasks and stressors, and then even sometimes feel guilty that you're not doing more. So that's why today we're talking about how to create a strategic routine to help you take action and to do those things that are going to help your family thrive. So grab a pen and paper as we go through the six steps that are going to help you create change. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Nurse Mom Podcast. Today we are talking about strategic routines and we're talking about that feeling that you're not doing enough as a homeschool mom. And I know that it's something that so many of us struggle with. And if you're not struggling with it now, you probably struggled with it before. And if you struggled with it before, you're probably going to struggle with it again. And first off, I want to say that I know that this is a topic that can really be a trigger to moms. So many of us feel this so-called mom guilt, right? This guilt, this shame that we're not doing enough. And often it's just simply not based in God's truth. So often that feeling of mom guilt is based in condemnation. And this is the thing. There is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus because in condemnation, there is no hope. This is a lie. This is where Satan wants us. He wants you focusing on you. You're not enough. It's helpless. It's hopeless. You can't do enough. But this is not what Jesus tells us, right? Romans 8.1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So sometimes what we call mom guilt isn't condemnation, but it's actually conviction. And the difference between condemnation and conviction is that conviction, the focus is on God, what God can do through you. It's not hopeless. In fact, it's full of hope. And with conviction, it's God nudging us to do something, to take action, to make a change. And there is hope for that change. So if you feel like you're not doing enough, if you feel like you're not doing enough as a homeschool mom or just a mom in general, I want you to take a second to stop and ask, is what you're feeling based in condemnation 
or is it God convicting you to make a change? And if you want to dig a little bit deeper into that, I want you to check out episode 11, where I just go a bit deeper into that topic. But for today, I want to talk about conviction, right? Sometimes God gives us these visions, these ideas of how he wants to work through you. And there's no guilt in conviction. There's no guilt for the times that you messed it up because we all know that we don't, we mess it up, right? We don't always pull through and do the things that God is calling us to do. But there is hope in the power of God to help you carry it out. And my mission at The Nurse Mom, my the vision behind what I'm trying to create is to help you manage your time for God's glory. Because I know that God has so much more for you and your family, that he has so much more for us. But we get caught up, we get distracted, and then we don't walk with the Spirit and we don't live out all the goodness that God has planned for us. And yes, at The Nourish Mom, we talk about the practical things, right? We talk about routines and schedules and time management. But the motivation goes so much deeper than just helping you get your chores done. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 says, Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. God wants us to use our time wisely for his glory. And as homeschool moms, we have this unique opportunity because we have more time with our kids than the average mom to disciple them and to show them God's ways, to show them God's goodness. Deuteronomy 6.6 tells us, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Like all day long, we have opportunities to talk about God's goodness with our children. And sometimes we live this out and it looks like a Bible study. But sometimes we live it out and it looks like just real, real daily life. Just us being an example of Christ's love, teaching our kids with patience and gentleness and pouring into what they need. But anyway, all this to say that I'm just wondering what God has put on your heart. What visions for your homeschool and for your family has he given you? What's he calling you to? Because this week, I challenge you to step into that. And I'm going to help you with a strategic routine to do the thing that is on your heart. So let's do it. So step one, I want you to start with the one thing that he is calling you to. And I want you to pray about this. Don't just do a thing because you feel like you should be doing the thing. But I really want you to pray about this. What has God been nudging you towards? What has he been putting on your mind and on your heart? Right? There's probably something he's been calling you to that maybe you've been putting it off because you don't know where to start. Well, I want you to start there. I mean, maybe it's starting a family Bible study. Maybe he's been nudging you to really help your son who's struggling with learning math. Maybe he's nudging you to start exercising so you have more focus and energy. Whatever it is, start there. So that's step one. Identify what he is calling you to right now this week. Step two, 
I want you to identify the root cause of this issue. So sometimes there is more going on than what meets the eye. So for instance, if your son is struggling with math, the root cause might be that your son doesn't like math. And if that's the case, what you need to do or one of the options, maybe you need to find activities and lessons and a way for him to learn math that's going to keep him engaged and intrigue him. But maybe the root cause is not anything like that. Maybe he likes math or he could like math, but he just like can't stay focused. So maybe the routine with the strategy would look like creating a routine for him that limits distractions or holds him accountable or motivates him, a routine that's consistent. And if this is you, if you're struggling with that, I want you to check out episode 46 um, because I talk about all about creating homeschool routines that help your kids be productive and stay focused and motivated. So just a side note, if that is you, check that episode out. Okay, so what if we're talking about, um, you know, you're not able to find time to work out and God's really calling you to invest that time so that you have more energy for your family, you have more focus. Maybe the root cause is you just don't know where to fit it in and we just need to move pieces around. But maybe the root cause is that you're too tired because you're going to bed too late. That's a whole different issue. So if there's a deeper foundational root to what's going on, it needs to be exposed in order for you to create an effective solution. So I want you to ask God for clarity and wisdom on this. Okay, step number three, we need to get a vision. So what is this new routine going to look like in your life? What's going to work for you and your family? So if God's calling you to start a Bible study, what is that going to look like? Maybe you're going to start with everybody giving thanksgiving to God. Maybe you'll start with some worship or some, some prayer. Then maybe you'll read from the Bible or maybe you'll read from a devotional. What exactly are you going to be doing? Ask God for a vision and I want you to write it down. Step four, we're talking strategy. So it's time to get specific and strategic. The when, the where, the how. So first, I want you to add time estimates to each element of your vision. So this is how you're going to turn your vision into a realistic routine. So if we're talking about the Bible study, maybe you start with the worship and that takes five minutes. Maybe you jam out to a worship song with your kids. And then maybe you go into 15 minutes of reading a devotional, then maybe five minutes of discussing it and five minutes of prayer. So that leaves you with a total 30-minute routine, okay? So you're adding up how long you think each portion is going to take. Then you need to think about when is this routine going to happen? So all new habits and routines are going to have a trigger. This is something that tells our brain it's time to start the routine. So your trigger could be a certain time. It could be a task. It could be a transition. So we're talking. say if we're talking about adding in a Bible study, 
Your trigger could be your alarm goes off at nine o'clock to tell you it's time to start your Bible study for the day, right? It could be time related. It could be linked to a task. Maybe you're going to do your Bible study when you're eating breakfast, or it could be linked to a transition. Maybe you're going to do your Bible study after breakfast, after you transition, you clear the plates, you get the breakfast cleaned up, and then you start your Bible study. So you need to pick your trigger. And then I want you to be really specific on what days this is going to happen. Is it going to happen Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every day, um, you know, Tuesday and Thursday? Whatever it is, you need to be specific so you can stick with it. All right, step number five, you need to know your benefits. Why is this important? What benefits will it bring? Because you're not going to stick with something if you don't understand why it's good and why it's going to benefit you. So why has God put this on your heart? What good is it going to bring to your life? And this might be clear to you. It might be obvious or it might not be super clear. Um, And you know, maybe God's calling you, like if we go back to the, the example of helping your son who's struggling with math. So maybe the benefits are, you know, you're preparing him for the future. Maybe God's going to call him to something that he's going to need math for. Maybe the benefits are increasing his self-esteem. Maybe he's been really low on his self-esteem because he knows that he's not doing good in math and it makes him feel bad. Maybe it's just going to help him learn how to be disciplined, right? Why is God calling you to help your son who's struggling with math? Maybe it's clear to you, but if it's not, just trust God. But I'm thinking, you know, if you can get some clarity on this, it's going to help you stay motivated. So really pray about this. And if you if you don't know why, ask God to show you why so you can get some motivation. All right, step six, you need to identify your obstacles, right? Things are going to get in your way. Life is going to get in your way. Things are going to come up. Spiritual warfare. Satan wants to keep you from walking in the path that God has for you. So when God's calling you to something, that's the last thing that Satan wants you to do. So I want you to identify what things might get in your way. So if we're talking about the Bible study example, so if you're planning on doing a Bible study in the morning, what are some things that might come up? Maybe you guys wake up late. Maybe your kids aren't paying attention and you're getting aggravated. Man, that is a trigger for me. How many Bible studies have I (laughs) ruined because I got angry with my kids when they weren't paying attention? Oh, Lord. But the Lord has always used it for good. I'll tell you that. If we let him, God will turn everything for good. So if that's a struggle for you, I just want you to know I have been there. And just pray for patience. And there's lots of different steps we can take here. Um, Just since I'm talking about it, the biggest thing for me was getting clear on my expectations. Like, it wasn't realistic for me to think that my kids were going to sit still and be quiet the whole time. So I started giving them, um, like, little fidgets, puzzles, things to do while we were doing our Bible study. And then I had to really work on my mindset. Like, why was that a trigger for me? But anyway, what obstacles are going to get in your way? And then I want you to brainstorm solutions to help you overcome those obstacles so you will be ready when they come. Because they're going to come. All right, then one thing that I really like to ask my clients is there anything that's keeping you from starting this tomorrow? And maybe there is something that's keeping you from starting tomorrow. And maybe it's like legitimate, like tomorrow we have co-op. So we're going to start in a different day. 
but maybe it's an obstacle and you need to find a solution. And maybe you just need to get a couple of things to be prepared. If you need to prepare, then make a plan to get the things you need and then get started. Don't put it off. All right, let's recap. Step one, get clear on the one thing that God is calling you to this week. If you're feeling like you're not doing enough, maybe God is convicting you because he has more for you and your family and he wants you to walk in that. Step two, identify any root causes of the issue that you need to identify so you can create an effective solution. Step three, get a vision. What is this going to look like in your life and then create a routine out of it? Step four, get strategic. When, where, how. Do your time estimates and identify your triggers. Step five, know the benefits. What good is going to come from this? How is God going to use this to bless your family? He's calling you for a reason. Step six, identify your obstacles. I'm telling you, the enemy will get in your way. Life will get in your way. The world will get in your way. Don't let it keep you from doing what God is calling you to do. Be ready. So basically, this is a simplified version of what I take my clients through when we do a routine strategy call. And I love the strategy calls because they give you steps to make changes right away, to step into God's goodness to what he's calling you to right away. And if you could use some strategy that's customized for your life, that's going to help you get the things done, pour into your kids, and feel efficient and effective as a homeschool mom, then you want a strategy call. And I have one opening left for October. I will leave the link to book in the show notes. So God has given you this amazing opportunity to be with your kids, to nurture your family. And I think most of us often feel like we're not doing enough. But what are you going to do with that? Don't stay stuck in mom guilt. Don't stay focused on your shortcomings because you can't be enough. Get focused on Jesus and what he can do through you. If God is convicting you to make some changes, mama, it's time to make a move. Have faith in him to walk it out beside you. Hebrews 13, 21 tells us that God will equip you with everything good that you, so you may do his will. He's got you. So step out and let him lead you. What is the one thing that God is calling you to right now? All right, ladies, I pray that God fills you with courage and gives you the spiritual energy to just step out in faith and do the things that he has put on your heart. All right, until next time, God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.